chair. <laughs> Fuck this chair. This chair ended up on this end of the room somehow, and I think I know why. Things like, "Fuck this chair." I'm gonna put this on Jared's side of the table. I like the short back. Oh, it just likes to pop. It. Well, we gotta stick this one over and just oh, freak our guests out. Then I gotta swap dude. it with that. It likes to slip out of gear, you know. It goes to like full reclino mode, which is only like really like the distance like when you recline your seat and coach. Right. It really yeah, only yeah. goes back about that far. But if you're not ready for it, dude, you're just bottom drop certain it out. you're gonna. Get a concussion. Chair's got a bad tranny. Oh, man. <laughs> Dude. Ooh, almost threw a rod. How you doing? I'm doing good, man. How you doing? I'm good. I'm glad to be alive. You must have a heart just, jump. Ooh, a little adrenaline, man. It's a good way to start a show. It's pumping. I feel. <laughs> <laughs> Life or death. Uh, and once again, you handled the fall gracefully. Right? And not, I mean, that was just a, a, a couple inches adjustment, but... Dude, that's why trap doors gotta suck. Oh, because it's all the way down. You don't know, yeah. but it's enough time. Your mind works so fast once you start falling. <laughs> <laughs> you live a lifetime in about three inches. When you're trying to fly, <laughs> yeah. literally, you just arms out. Like, oh. <laughs> Dude, just having that stand up meeting, guy sitting behind the desk, and you know you're kind of you're bricking it. <laughs> Dude, I heard about a trap door. I don't know if it's good. <laughs> Boom. Splat. Doo-doo splat. What would you put at the bottom of a trap door, dude? Uh, punchy sticks. <gasps> the meat stick. I'm, yeah, because I'm a gangster. Dude, I learned about doo-doo on you. Yeah. <laughs> oh, <laughs> you the doo-doo punchy sticks. Yeah, okay. Yeah, man. Dude, you play dirty. Hit Kong style. Doo-doo dirty. Doo-doo sticks. <laughs> it's doo-doo time. <laughs> That's what you say every time you drop somebody. <laughs> doo-doo time. <laughs> Nasty. Poor as hell. What can I say? <laughs> Do you know what's cool about the trapdoor, too, is it works. It fucking... There's, like, no defense for, you know, dropping hundreds folks. and hundreds of years. Yeah. I don't know how they did it back then like the release mechanism like was there like the court jester his other job was to stand behind the king and like okay figured it out with like the uh the 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 hangman's uh setup what do you call that the gallows yeah that's that's the ultimate trap door the first time they had the gallows with the trap door idea they they were doing it with a saw and they were like this is is just every fucking time (laughs) jeez they just had a big man holding up the floor down there. <laughs> yeah, fuck that too. Yeah. Uh. Oh. Well, what are we here we for? We went from Jared? adrenaline to. <laughs> oh, what are we here for? Well, we can't let the energy drop out like a trap door. Mm, thank you. We're still talking about great second albums. Yeah. Great is hard to quantify, as it turns out. I'm so stoked to do this podcast right now. And none of those reasons are because of the music. <laughs> I, I thought of that on the way over here. Yeah. Yeah, it's not, it's not good. It's, uh, well... The joke, that is. There's the, some um, tunes on this. There's some album. tunes on this album. Uh, some, I mean, it's, it's been certified diamond, which means it sells over 10 million copies. So it was a very popular, very successful album, very much a piece of 1984 radio dominance. It went to work. Yeah. And a lot of that, I think, is due to her work ethic. Yeah. She's a grinder. 
She's a grinder for sure. She's been grinding for 35 years now. Yeah. So hats off to Madge for that. Not my favorite album of hers, though. Mm-mm. Very popular. Someone, This is somebody's favorite Madonna album. I mean, you just can guarantee that. Yeah, but maybe only because of a time and a place and they're holding on to it. You know, saying, uh, I, I don't want yeah. to extrapolate on what kind of person that is. <laughs> <laughs> um, it, I didn't know that this album was as bad as it is until I started listening to it for this podcast. <laughs> And when I wrote you and I was like, this album's fucking awful. You're like, yeah, I know. <laughs> um, and I don't even think it qualifies as being better than her first. Her first is better. I think right. it's better. Lucky Star, yeah. Borderline. What's the other one I'm not I'm missing? Uh, um, not True Blue. But uh, the one after that. But not a lot of songs, really. Yeah. Yeah, but anyway, I just, I don't know. For some reason, that first one grabs me a little more. And later ones like like a prayer, that's a, that's kind of good. That's a bomb. I mean, but like in a good way. This is somebody's favorite Madonna album. A lot of people's favorite Madonna album. Yeah. So we're gonna put our feelings aside, somewhat, <laughs> and do our job. Okay. We're gonna talk about this record. We're grinders too, Jared. That's right. We're gonna grind our way through this. Fucking like a prayer by Madonna. Came out in 1984. Like a virgin. See how she does you? Shit. Dude. I confuse you. Fucking rewind that. Let me be a pro. I'm a grinder. I'm grinding. That's Peggy Gordon. She's the point grinder. It's <laughs> <laughs> from a movie, Big Wednesday. It was when one guy saw... See, these surfers went down to Mexico for a bit. And one of the girlfriends um, was referred to at a strip club as the point grinder. Now... In surfing terms, a point grinder is two things. It's a wave that just grinds okay. down a point of land. And so it's like a really nice, predictable wave. It can be hollow, can be mushy, it changes faces, but it almost always, at every tide change, breaks in like generally the same uh, area. It's great. Point breaks are amazing. The other point grinder is a lady in the 60s um, in surf vernacular. That really? maybe maybe messed around a little bit. Yeah, you know it's unfair, quite honestly, um, the stereotype or the, the the naming of it. Well, Matt did not like hearing his girlfriend referred to as a point grinder and started a bar fight in a strip club in Tijuana. Yeah, and hijinks ensued. <laughs> anyway, Jared, the material girl. Yeah, the, yeah, which she resents that title to this day. Imagine if you were called the banging horses guy. <laughs> yeah, it's, I, I feel her on that one. It's like uh, she probably didn't know I was going to stick like that. Yeah, she didn't write the tune either. Right. She didn't really write um, most of the tunes on this album. Uh, you know, about half maybe. About half. Yeah. She got a piece of. But some of these, yeah, she brought in some outside writers. It's weird when you learn that like Material Girl and like a Virgin were written by dudes. Mm-hmm. That's a little strange. We, we could talk it's a about off-putting. That. Yeah. Well, do you know what "Like a Virgin" is uh, is about? Like life before you fuck. No, no. Um, that's a, a big a misnomer about this song. Is this like one of those "Born in the USA" things where you think it's it's one thing but it's the other? It not as severe as "Born in the USA." Uh, not as sneaky. 
Um, <laughs> just like the Viet Cong. Um, <laughs> uh, but they're punchy sticks with doo-doo on them. This is oh, mean. <laughs> mean. This is by um, written by Billy Steinberg. And he was <laughs> – I'm serious. <laughs> he was driving in his red truck on a farm. What? Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Okay. All right. And, uh, and had recently broken up with a long-term girlfriend. I don't know how they broke up. Probably wasn't that clean, I imagine. But sure. there were some feelings that were hurt. Always. And, um, but then he got into a new relationship and he felt shiny and new. Oh, shiny and, and new. And he said th- that's where it comes from. It has not really anything to do with the old in and out. Like a virgin. Mm-hmm. He felt like a virgin. Yeah. And it's like not born like again, how- born again virgins. Yeah. I met one. Yeah, <laughs> so sad. <laughs> She's living at my older sister's house. <laughs> uh, and the, the last thing I heard was she was trying to move out to Los Angeles and had a connection with a guy that if she paid X amount of dollars, she could go to a party where maybe famous people are. No. That was the last thing I heard about this girl. No. The other thing that happened to her while... Uh, she was living at, at Tracy's house, and I was living there, too, for a little while. Um, she went snowboarding, <laughs> fell on her binding, and got a puffy pussy. Well, that doesn't count if that's how she broke her hymen. So you should have let her know that she's still, <laughs> technically, she's really, it's not even born again. She's still a virgin. So she, she, re, she re-re-upped? Okay, well, you know, the due diligence, yeah, good yeah, honor. Just, but I just let, if you see sure. her again, just tell her that didn't count. You could let go all the, what, that guilt and stuff that is, you got. Is it Burton a mail board? <laughs> yeah, just, you're fine. Yeah. Um, so anyway, this guy's driving around feeling bummed out, and now he feels shiny and new. That, that, that was brought up in the, in the article that I read about. That's nice. Good old Billy. Um, do you know what else this gentleman wrote? I don't. You've heard him. Okay. And now you're going to hear a career, huh? Yeah. He's got a career. Fucking True Colors. Oh, shit. Yeah. Know what I'm saying? This guy's a heavy hitter. Okay. When he drives in his truck, he fucking means it. Yeah. I relate to that. I like to to write shit when I'm driving in my truck. Yeah. You see, you're starting to see this now. Yeah, yeah. And and also so emotional for Whitney Houston. Oh, I like that one too. It's a jam. Billy Steinman. That's Material Girl? Or that's Like a Virgin? That's Like a Virgin. Wow. Uh, and, and he was he and this other guy, were Tom Kelly, were the ones who wrote the other 50% of these songs. Dang. Yeah. Dang. Well, like the good ones. Okay. <laughs> Although, and we'll get to it, there's like, a, there's like B-side issues with this album. Yeah, there's issues with this album. Besides that... <laughs> November 12th, 1984, made it to number one, her first time to the top of that chart. Yeah. Produced, oh, for Sire Warner Brothers Records by Nile Rodgers from none other than Chic. Yeah. Le Freak, c'est Chic. Coming hot off the heels of his uh, Let's Dance with David Bowie. Yeah. I mean, he was shit hot. Yeah. She was shit hot. This was like the meeting of the shit hots. So her producer for the first album split halfway through. Right. And she wanted to finish it on her own. She said, Well, I'll I'll do it. And they said, No, we gotta get it. We gotta get another producer. Right. It's the patriarchy in effect, right? And, there. Which she complained about and rightfully so. Um and I don't know if that was really talked about much when all this was happening. Like Madonna coming out. Obviously there's no social media. 
So whatever those behind-the-scenes shenanigans, they're like full in effect here. Oh, I'm sure that the music industry in the early 80s was not misogynistic or shitty in any way for a young female artist to come up in. So, uh, yeah, yeah, this guy takes off. They don't allow her to have uh, to do it on her own. She's more than willing. Grinder. And then on the second album, she wanted to do it on her own. Wanted to produce it herself. They said no, but they gave her enough cash to go to get somebody. And she got somebody. But I would say... Who did that her, a great job. Right? I mean, it's no less dance. But her writing partner, uh, Steve Bray, she, who, who the songs that she did write were with this guy, ex-boyfriend of hers, but decent uh, decent enough producer between the two of them. Because when I said there's B-side issues here, like, you know the song, Into the Groove? Mm-hmm. Way better than, like, any song on this album, right? For sure. It's a B-side to one of the other ones, because it was in her movie, produced by Madonna and Steve Bray. The two of them produced that song. What movie was Madonna first in? You know, Jared, I'm sorry that I just kind of steamrolled over I'm saying they they should have known that she had the chops to do it. Yeah. Leave her and Steve alone. Who knows? I think they were willing to have her be a one-hit wonder and be like, all right, if you're going to, you know... If you're going to do it again, maybe you'll do it again. We'll back you to some degree, but like, we're we're not there yet. She didn't have the full court press. She didn't have the full court press. Very very well said, Jared. Um, what the hmm. fuck did I tangent off of? Well, her and Steve break, and they could they could have produced something yeah, yeah. nice. Yeah. But now Rogers is no slouch. It's just it was a certain time. Certain sounds were very popular, and it was a short-lived popularity of those sounds. And maybe other people did those sounds a little better. We should just start. Yeah, this album hit a pocket. <laughs> Material girl. I mean, right away it's not bad because that you're basically listening to Chic right here. That's the rhythm section from Chic right. and Nile Rogers. Right doing a groove that they could do in their sleep don't you feel it's like slightly slow like not you want to bob a little bit faster than it than it's giving you right. i think I, I think that's a strong move yeah she always had one foot on the dance floor when kunda riding these This was a, if you had to live under a rock not to hear this song in 1984. Yeah, dude, and and the, the that's right. And yeah, that's half right. the time I say that's right, that that's going through my head. That's right. That's right. <laughs> she kind of got a wild vibrato. Yeah. I mean that the tone she's putting out is a little bit crazy. Uh huh. Like it's almost Cupid doll, but it but she's got bass in her voice. That's right. She's that's right. That's right. <laughs> no, she yeah, she doesn't sing like super high, like and girly. She's got a little bit of like force to it. Little little soul. Mm-hmm. Little soul for a little Italian girl. Yeah, and you got uh, Cindy oh, Lauper yeah, out there right now too, who's killing that high end. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's true, right? That's right about the same time. But yeah, they used to fight. Oh, for real? In a ring, yeah. Really? It was underground. Some of those. You say. Yeah. 
It was uh, for a record deal for the third album record deal. <laughs> Madonna ended up choking out Cindy Lauper in oh, a fucking man. underground uh, fucking Capital garage Albano fight. must have gone nuts. He did not appreciate it. He hit Madonna but, upside the back with a folding chair. Uh, yeah, on the way out. Yeah, that's yeah, right. yeah. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> now that thanks. Now, yeah. now I've been indoctrinated into your silliness. Uh, not a bad song. I like this is not one of the songs like this is okay. And I don't know if maybe some nostalgia's playing it out a little bit, but Yeah, is this coming into your into your vision? Like when oh, it yeah, happened? I was experiencing this in real time. Yeah, real time. Yeah. Yeah. For sure. I'm ten years old when this album comes out. Also I was like two, so never mind, sorry. No, like what are you like eight and a half? <laughs> Uh, you're old, me. Not, no, I, I don't think I was born when this album came out, actually. <laughs> Stop looking at your phone, dude, and look at me in the eyes. <laughs> Fucking millennial. M- millennial girl. You know that we are. How's somebody not remade that? Why don't people do more Madonna covers? I don't know. Right? Scared. That's a good point. They're scared. There's so many good jams, dude. Tell you. I like the guitars going on here. Niles doing it. Even the keyboard's kind of like tasteful in this. this. This is not bad. This is a solid lead-off song to your, your sophomore album. For sure. And for... Oh, well, hold up. Break it down. Is it 99 Red Balloons all of a sudden? <laughs> I can... Oh, back into it. Yeah, I dude. mean, that farty keyboard is so much fun. You never had... She got Devo doing background <laughs> vocals on this. <laughs> You know, Michael Jackson's going pretty strong at this point, too. So there's a little bit of that. Oh, yeah, that's a thing. Little vocal inflections (laughs) like that. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Got a furball. Getting that thing. It's a good track. I dig that track. I think it's solid. I remember the video. She's in the gown with the the elbow gloves, and the fellows are just, it's like an old 40s musical or something. Well, she's going, she went full blonde in that video, didn't she? Doesn't she have like a like platinum blonde? Yeah, hair she's doing like the Marlene Dietrich, uh, Marilyn Monroe. Yes, yeah. she liked the song because she didn't feel it was indicative of her. You know, she's not a material girl, and I think that's why it really stuck with her that people called her the material. Nobody girl. caught the irony. No. Yeah. No. But you know, there's there's was she 24 when she does this album. I think she was 24. Wow. Shit. Right. That's yeah. young. Yeah. That's a lot of self-awareness for a 24-year-old. Dude, talk about being in a room with some fucking <laughs> oppression. <laughs> just some fucking, just some vibing going on in some of those meetings. Must have been. And she's just like hanging tough, hanging yeah. in there like, I want to do it. Check this out. I think yeah. Material Girl is good. I got more <laughs> in me. Dude, that first album, though. I had to listen to it after this one uh, today. I didn't get around to it, but I, my memory, I just, I, yeah. I think it's solid. Yeah, first, I mean, that's your <coughs> typical first three songs, just... Is it got crazy for you? I don't remember. I didn't really do it. I was, just, I was just trying to hype it up. No, I don't remember. I know Borderline's on there. Whatever. A bunch of good ones. Yeah. Yeah. My friend Peter's been hacked. Oh, that sucks. <laughs> He's got a text from him asking me to invest in a stock, and I'm like, that's not the Peter I know. <laughs> 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 oh. I think I'm going to use that as a euphemism for touching myself. 
That's not Peter. I know. Last night, my my friend Peter got hacked. (laughs) (laughs) Did you do anything? And uh, I stayed home. My friend Peter got hacked. (laughs) (laughs) Oh man! We'll 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 get there. We'll get there to that song. This is don't uh, spoil the ending. (laughs) (laughs) Angel, the second track. Um, I wrote down. This is uh, this is her. Oh, actually, this one is credited to uh, her writing partner. Stephen Bray. No, no, she's on there too. Sorry, I can't read. Oh, sure. I can't he, read. I got my cheaters on. He like he wrote it for her, and she was like, that's very nice. Now, if we change a couple of these verses. Well, yeah, yeah. That's that's how you write. <laughs> it's the writing partner <laughs> deal. Uh, but no, this is this is her and him. And this was, this was a single too. He, 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 he thought of this song when he was laying on a fitted sheet, freezing his ass <laughs> off. <laughs> Left him in the fitted sheet again. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what This was not the lead single I think Like a Virgin was the first single This was down the road a few of the singles but yeah. It doesn't really hit And and I think that drum beat does it a disservice Right Yeah well this is not uh, The Homeboy from Sheep That's a, that's a He's on only the odd-numbered songs for some reason. So, you know. One, three, five, seven. All the prime songs. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, that synth sound doesn't age well. Like, when people go back and mine old 80s sounds, it's not that one. Yeah, they're not great. And I've heard people mining a lot of old 80s sounds on keyboards over the last 10 years. Nobody, no. Nobody's. That's like when you hit the demo button on your old Casio. Yeah, yeah, come on. <laughs> I get it. It was Dude, new and fresh at the time. The demo button. Oh God, such memories. Just every time thinking, well, I'm not gonna be that good. I'm not gonna be as good as the demo button on this thing. Well, fuck. This keyboard is better than I am. <laughs> But still, you know, it's danceable. That was her, you know, she came up. That's how she came up. Dance, dance Ateria. Oh, absolutely. And Studio I mean, 54, probably at the end end of that. Dude, junior high prom, or junior high dances right now, you know? I think, you know, right around that time. This stayed around for junior high dances. Oh, yeah. Oh, how many, how many times did you slow dance to uh, Crazy for you? There's none. Is that on the first album? <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I'm yeah. just gonna say yeah. Oh sure, yeah. I don't know. We gotta do more research, but uh, oh yeah, that was that was uh, junior high dance material. Yeah, something so oh. funny in the middle of the song. I didn't really dance um, that much at the junior high dances. Playing, Got to hang out in the hallway. That was cool fun. on the wall. I danced. Uh, I danced one time um, at a dance that I can remember in junior high, and that was with Cara Campisi. Nice girl, I could tell. That's the girl that uh, I I thought I could smell on my fingers uh, for the weekend afterwards, but it was really my English leather cologne I wore that night, and it just stayed and on my hand. You can't smell English leather this day, probably. Don't think about it. That's just, dude, I get I get a little I get a little chub when I smell English, English leather. leather. I can't be around it. I can't oh be around God. it. I used to have English leather too, man. That was the shit. Another reason I want a time machine to go back in time, dude. Go hang out. We're gonna head out, Chris. We need to need to leather up. Get over here, leather up. No, this no, no. time, just you, just you put it on. Yeah, yeah. No, I would, I would totally leather up. I, I'd, I'd musk up with you. Yeah, yeah. Go out on the 
neighborhood. My uncle Greg, he used to, he uh, well, high karate. That was. His. <laughs> remember that? I re- I remember the name. I don't remember the smell. Oh yeah, high karate. <laughs> that is almost like something they he would have pulled out of that uh, in uh, Anchorman when he's got the cabinet <laughs> yeah. full of colognes. Yeah, high karate was he in there. That's right been. next to Sex Panther. What does that mean, high karate? I have no idea. <laughs> they sold the shit out of that in the late 70s. So. Marketing geniuses. Yeah. And we talked all over that song because we just don't care for that one that much. So I'll what are you, you going to do about it? I was getting into karate right around this time. Oh. This was, uh, this was beginning karate stages. I think, you know, 10, 11, somewhere around there. That sounds about right. You know, these, what's blurry is these songs hung out for a bunch of years afterwards. Still relevant. Yeah, you yeah. Know? Nothing really. The cycle was as fast back then. Songs would come and hang out. Yeah. For a year or two, and I guess they still do like the big ones, but it just seems like the turnover. It seems like the turnover is so much faster now. 1984 is a fresh time um, as far as technology is coming out. This was the first, one of the first, um, but the first for Madonna and for Nile Rodgers to record digitally. Right on digital tape. Yeah. Kind of like the precursor of the ADAT. Yeah. Um, yeah, they were working out the kinks, but I mean, this doesn't sound, I wouldn't say this has, I mean, it saw tape at some point, but uh, I wouldn't say it sounds bad, like, oh, digitally gross or anything, but. Yeah, it. it um, one of my complaints about it uh, is that it doesn't sound like <clears throat> any of the instruments are in the same room. It doesn't sound like a live album. Um the drum sounds are live, but the synth is just, it's really stale, yeah, you yeah. know? Um, so you can't, I don't know, you don't picture yourself seeing her in concert when you're listening to the quality of this album. Mm-hmm. No, I picture seeing her on American Bandstand by herself singing to the backing track. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Remember <laughs> <laughs> uh, Speaking of watching TV and this song, Like a Virgin... Was it the Grammys or the MTV Awards? Or had to be the Grammys. I don't think the MTV Awards were large enough in 84. No, but I think she's partly responsible for making MTV what it is, was. Yeah. But uh, the writhing on the ground in the wedding dress with the... With the rolling. Boom. Yeah. That was lewd back then. <laughs> that was like... You're not wearing a bustle. Yeah. How lewd. <laughs> Uh, yeah, that was lasciviousness right there. Yeah. I, I, for one, took note. I appreciated it. <laughs> did you? I did. Nine? Yeah. Yes. I was yeah. fine with that. Yeah, I was fine with that, too. Yeah. I I never um, I never was uh, really attracted to Madonna, though. I think she's pretty. Mm-hmm. And probably the time I was most attracted to Madonna was this one time that my <laughs> my friend Pete got hacked. <laughs> um Thing, fucking, when she she, yeah, she got into a biking phase, you know, and I was probably in high school at this point. I remember Madonna but, was in a biking phase. Yeah, yeah, it, like a phase. biker, or no, like no, bicycle, like bicycles. Okay, like she got healthy, or, or she she got, you know, you have as far as phases of Madonna, yeah, we could yeah. be here all night. Oh yeah, but one of the phases was she started working out again and was because she used to be a swimmer. She swam a lot. Uh, and during the recording of this album, she swam every morning. Wow. And it fit because Nile Rodgers basically said, I'm not going to be there 
before like two in the afternoon. Because okay, because he parties. Exactly. <laughs> this is now Rogers in the 80s. And she was like, well, I like to go swimming in the morning, so I'm not going to be there till noon either. And they were like, all right, let's do this. Deal. Thing. Yeah. Huh. Spit on their hands. <laughs> fucking shook. Um, they seem like they got along during this album. Yeah, yeah. From from what I read, that seems to be the case. Like they were both into it, and they're thinking it's both fire. Like yeah. at that time, that's the first time, by the way, I've used that. That's <laughs> here on tape. Used it correctly, though. Thank you. It was nice. <laughs> um, I mean, and by by all accounts, it was. Yeah, it was fire. Yeah, it set her off. I mean, she did all right off that first album, but this this said, you know, I might stick around a while. Mm-hmm. Thank God she did. She did better stuff after this. But this is a pretty good song. Even with the fake synth bass line. That's be so much fatter <laughs> with the real bass. Come on. Like, Quincy Jones producing this album might have really been something cool. And he might have told her to knock the ship with, with some of the songs. <laughs> like, nope. I think which one of these, uh, Niall didn't want to do it. Yeah. Is this one? No. No. She talked to me. She, she's persuasive I've learned like don't try to tell her how to do something smart woman see I don't like the drum sound of it. that bass drum is just so dead yeah none of the instrumentals sound as like live as say like modern love from let's dance you know yeah, yeah that yeah. was like that sounded like a band in a room as much as an 80s record could that wasn't the that wasn't really what anyone was going for back then. No, but it's way more cohesive. I think. Yeah. I think all the instruments blend way better, or at least play together way better on that album. Oh, really? <laughs> <laughs> it must have been Tracy who had this album. Yeah. <laughs> She didn't go through a long Madonna phase, but I'm pretty sure. I wanted to call her right before I got here, but it ran out of time getting my chicken burger. Every every young lady, I think, goes through a Madonna phase. Yeah. It's like, she's like Van Halen for girls. <laughs> Basically, all the best Madonna songs are the ones... That they still play to this day at gay discos. Sure. Because they slap. Just think all about the best, old... That's where all the best dance music is. <laughs> think about old Bill Steinberg in his fucking red truck driving around <laughs> a farm right now being like, yeah, cool breakdown. <laughs> You're so fine in your mind. Yeah. You to win. <laughs> to win. Oh! I hate that skip in the bass drum. Drives me nuts. Yeah. Ooh, we're picking it up here. It just doesn't serve it. That's a good that's a great pre-chorus though. Just some good songwriting going on here. This is a good pop song. It is. As much as I'm cutting it down in those spots, I mean this is this is all time. I mean, even even Weird Al couldn't ruin this song. Wait, what was his? Like a Merkin? Like. (laughs) (laughs) I'm 
guys just bounding down the dirt road right now, just being like, yeah, fuck yeah, dude. I'm a big fan of whoa, whoa, whoa's and la, la, la's. Yeah. Like, I just get me every time. Whoa, 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 whoa. I always thought it was brave of a singer to, to put in a, oh, a yeah. verse of whoa, whoa, whoa's or yeah. la, la, la's. And you get a little bit of Nile there, but it's super clean, like, bink, bink. Getting a little, he's getting a little flavor in there. Yeah, that's another one of the, I, that's one of the better songs on the album too, or in general. I think she it might be one of her better songs overall. Which way is, is that number three or four? That was number three. Strong third. You got. I think on the second album you have to have that strong third. I believe we're proving that to be true, but I don't remember everything. But that's a strong third cut for this album. It's smart. Yeah, you put your lead single like third back. Yeah. She's thinking about it. Yeah. Some A&R guy was thinking about it. I don't know if they asked her how she wanted to release them. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I mean, that, that happens to like most bands. They don't get to choose what singles come out when. And it's always a... <laughs> That's yeah. a single cut right there. That's the one. Listen to Jimmy. He's got the golden ears. <laughs> I think of a bad song. Uh, oh, speaking of, <laughs> <laughs> this one was just made for aerobics class. Mm-hmm. I think this <laughs> a lot of ladies in like <laughs> leggings and leg warmers just doing the the high back kick. <laughs> it's exactly what Jordan did uh, when I was listening to this album uh, today at work. He came in and he started doing the jazz. Yeah, you can jazzercise to this. Yeah, yeah. Or have like a jaunty film montage. Okay, jogging! <laughs> Five, six. Yeah, you're going to wear people out on the dance floor with this one. Yeah. Put that real big bass uh, or floor tom. <laughs> Ooh. This is her and Bray again. This is Madonna original. That Tom sound is ridiculous. That Tom made a lot. They got a lot of play in this this decade. Yeah. Like a little acoustic guitar in there, maybe. Yeah, just wandering around back there. Add a little, add a little filler you know, sonically. This should have been the, um, used in Captain Marvel. <laughs> True? Yeah. Right? Get up again, over and over. Yeah, that was basically that movie. Was that lady getting up. Why do we fold down, Mr. Wayne? <sighs> yeah. So you have your butler come over here and pick you up. <laughs> over and over. This was not a single, I don't believe. No, I don't I know. I believe this is what you call filler. This song. I believe you call this filler. Yeah, it goes nowhere. It's like that, that kind of... <laughs> It's typical synth pop where it just hangs around in this zone. No real big breakdowns, no real emotion other than no great horror. Play. Yeah, yeah, the hook isn't that strong. I don't know if you've got the fresh bridge coming or what. But. The key to this song is BPMs. <laughs> Somebody. Getting, getting about to a point where there might be a bridge coming up. I can't remember. Sometimes you can redeem yourself with a good bridge. Nope. <laughs> <laughs> no, you could play this song on a loop 
for like three days. If you want to drive someone insane, yeah. you could. Unreal. I might hit the insanity point after like three hours. Oh, yeah. Oh. There's the bridge. What, did they have tinfoil hanging off of the fucking microphone on that bass drum? They, they fucking... They, they just throw paper on the inside of that fucking bass drum? Could be a triggered even. I don't know. So the, I'm triggered by it. <laughs> uh, the other bridge did not save the song. No. I don't think it's on the on the best of either. I want it to be over and over. <laughs> when will it be over? You know, but whatever. She's swinging. You know, Jared, get get off her back. All right. Okay. Jesus, man. So I remember what I was thinking. Her first movie appearance. Uh. Matthew Modine vehicle and a Linda Florentino vehicle. Desperately seeking Susan? No. What is it? It's where Matthew Modine and Linda Florentino uh, were driving in a red truck. I'm serious about this. Um, it filmed in Washington. A little movie about high school wrestling. Oh, shit. Fucking Vision Quest. Well, that song was in it. That was the big... The big uh... Yeah, make out song. The yeah, uh, crazy for you. Yep, Vision Quest. She's in Vision Quest. She is she, perf- is she on stage. She's on stage performing Background that song. Scene. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. So she's singing. They go to a bar. I don't know how Loudon got in there. Maybe he didn't. It was uh, it was uh, Linda Florentino and the principal, and they were talking, and Madonna's like singing in the background. Yeah. I didn't know that She's movie took stage. place in Washington. Yeah. It's been a really long time since I watched that. Do yourself a favor and sometime, someday, soon, watch Vision Quest, dude. Didn't Vision that have Quest the sweet Sammy Hagar song on there, too? Yeah. I'll fall in love again. Was it that one? Fucking the one with Sammy talking about love and getting it. They always sing about love. <laughs> Sammy was romantic. Always singing about love. Yeah, all right. Vision Quest. Put Vision that Quest. on your Netflix queue. Dude, that's it. That's a home run. Yeah. Vision Quest is a fantastic movie. I remember I, a lot of running. A lot of running. Yeah, but not as much as Chariots of Fire. But <laughs> quite a bit. Quite a bit of running. They hit that prefontaine level of running. Funny enough, more than the running man. Right? Yeah. Because he was training. See, he had to be <laughs> he had to beat shoot. Yeah. Shoot was a monster. I also don't think the math added up. Shoot looked like he was heavier than the weight class and loud and I don't I don't I don't, I don't know. Modine's lanky. He's lanky. He's tall. So you know that's that's long weight. That's Kareem Abdul Jabbar heavy. That's a good. That's a very good point. Very good point. <laughs> Those guys, you don't want to wrestle either. They're just all arms <laughs> and legs. Dude, it's so good. If you don't get pumped up watching that movie. That's the thing. I love a good inspirational sports movie. Like me and my wife both. We're, we're suckers for all of them. We watch. Any of them. Yeah. And he's such a cool hero in the movie. As far as like, he doesn't sit right with a lot of people. He's a nice guy, but he's maybe a little <laughs> bit too smart for his own good, you know, like, sure. or philosophical. Plus, he's got this lady who's living as a boarder in his house that's driving him wild. <laughs> <laughs> his hormones are going through the roof. <laughs> it's so good, dude. It's so good. You know what song? Because of that movie, became one of my all-time favorite songs. Was that ever? Was that Lunatic Fringe? Is that in that movie? Oh, that's, that's a is good that song. That movie, Golden Earring. Oh, fuck, man! Holland's like big claim to rock and roll fame, right there. <laughs> Thank God those people were born 
just yeah. to come together and write that song. That's a great song. That's a great song. Maybe too. it's on their second album. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking fantastic. Those are the Radar Love guys. See, they're not even one hit wonders, man. They got two jams. No, they deliver. Hmm. Yeah, you don't you don't like fucking write lunatic fringe and only have one in you you know like you you've come to that mountaintop right you climb that mountain it's got a little bit of uh, i like it. it's got a little bit of young lust by pink floyd in it yeah it does it's in that vein yeah it's also got a little bit of uh smiths in there um yeah. how soon is now how here yeah, how with, here is with, then how how now brown cow <laughs> yeah 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 good one man <laughs> fucking a she decides to uh well, we'll listen to this, and then we'll, we'll have reached the halfway point. But this is a cover of okay. a Rose Royce song. Oh, okay. And actually, I'm going to say this. Uh, a, I like this song. B, I think it's the best thing that she does on the whole lot. Like, she kind of sings the shit out of it. And it's kind of, the track is kind of built to promote that. Like, there's the strings and, and everything. It's like this setting is- her up for the, teeing, up, teeing it up, and she just smacks a big grand salami. Turn it up. Except for the synth bass in the beginning. I'm like, there's, you don't need synth bass in this it's world. It's kind of like the beginning from Doogie Howser. <laughs> <laughs> it's better when like the real strings come in and shit. Uh, yeah, Niall, can we, can we mix that synth back a little bit? Yeah, dude, she's getting her Celine Dion on. She's emoting. Yeah. No auto-tune. You seriously think this is the best song on the album? I didn't say that. You, okay. I said it's her best singing on the album. Okay. It's her best vocal performance on the album. Okay. This is precursor to um, This Used to Be My Playground. That's what Oh, for sure. You know, this is the same uh, fertile soil. For... Y- yes, yes. Similar playgrounds, if you will. <laughs> Dude, how good was she in fucking League of Their Own? I'm telling you. Like, what if I go for a catch and my bosoms come out? <laughs> She's so fucking funny in that movie. I mean, her and O'Donnell, they're just... That's a good comedic team right there. It there really, should have been more, like, Madonna, Rosie O'Donnell. Ro- 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 Rosie <laughs> O'Donna. Rosie O'Dana Dana. Uh, Roseanne, Rosanna Dana, and Madonna should have did more movies. They should have. They could have been, like, the <laughs> Dom DeLuise and, uh, and... Yeah, yeah. And, you know... Burt Reynolds. Burt Reynolds of, of their time. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, Art and I laugh a lot with like Dom De- Dom DeLuise in a fucking rascal. If you're not laughing, because he's funny. But just, just there was a Saturday Night Live fucking bit where someone was impersonating Dom DeLuise. They kept laughing and pushing a pie in someone's face, like <laughs> they were having a, a hysterical pie fight, and just. Most live drum kit on the record so far, too. Yeah. Recorded in an old subway tunnel, like a yeah. mile underneath fucking New York City. Bjork crawling around with a flashlight. Yeah. <laughs> Is this the way out? <laughs> uh. I think you're right as far as she's really singing in this yeah, yeah. song, but I do not like this song. <laughs> I do not. I don't like it. Well, you can't it. blame her. It's not hers. She didn't write it, right? She didn't write it. This is a cover. Okay. I'm glad she didn't write this one. Oh, yeah. Who wrote this? You already um, said that. Well, it was by Rose Royce. Let me see if I wrote who actually wrote it. Miles Gregory, whoever that guy is. Oh, okay. Big ups. Probably someone in Rose Royce. 
you know. I can't be bothered. I can see the song. I get it. Yeah. You know, I've had I've had similar feelings. <laughs> I've had feelings. I feel. It's abandonment. You abandoned me. Yeah. Love don't live here anymore. Nah, this ain't no fucking Somebody like. done it wrong. But now, don't you feel this? As far as themes, albums that have themes, they don't necessarily have to. But this song is so out of place as far as everything is feeling new, shiny and new. It's upbeat and shit. And then this comes in, and all of a sudden, this lady who you're who you're kind of backing is is hurt in this song. Yeah, vulnerability, man. This is her careless whisper. I, yeah, but I don't think it's uh, I don't I don't think it fits the album because this album doesn't feel like it can go anywhere. Like it, it, it's feeling pretty directed, and then all of a sudden this comes in. It, it just uh, it sticks out. It's the halfway point. She's like, let's break it down a little bit. Yeah, yeah. Let's think about my feelings for a second. Take a break from the dance floor. Go get a drink. And his love doesn't live here anymore. Love. <laughs> Don't live here no more. I love this. Just she's just going for it. Come on, it's a twenty-four-year-old white girl from Detroit. Yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm with it, you. I think this down. is her best singing on the album. On this album. Because you, you're hearing a lot of character. She's doing a lot of character to her voice. Yeah, it's not kind of like flat how she would sing Material Girl. You know, it's very yeah. sort of I think those not a lot of inflection. Yeah, yeah. This is the one they she put on so that people will take her part, seriously. Though. They're like, this is the song that's going to make people take me seriously as a singer. She, she just gives you a little growl there. Just she a put little, little stank on she, it. Yeah, and it worked. Yeah. It fucking worked. And, uh, you know. Big ups on the string arrangement there. Was it real? Nile, yeah. Nile arranged the, the string section on that song and directed them. You see Nile Rogers directing the string section. That makes me laugh. I don't know why. I don't know what he looks like. <laughs> really? Yeah. Uh, big, tall, black dude with kind of like uh, dreads. Yo, you'd know him if you saw him immediately. Uh, from from Chic. Always got a, like a kangol on or something. Yeah, okay. Okay. Oh, he's fly. Yeah. All Believe right. that. All right. Um, you know what I forgot to do, though? And you're going to stall while I look it up. Is yeah. The uh, top 10 that week. Oh, dude, I got top 10s. Well, then you Why do don't it. I and you don't have to drive stall this shit at for all. A little bit. Uh, oh, I just erased them all. Ah, boy. Dude, did I? I just. Oh, no. There we go. Back again. Um, so I, I want to talk about some of the top 10s here. I also want to talk about um, some singles. All right. You know, things that maybe songs that this is in my this is like I'm coming into the pop music world at this point with my clock radio. Yeah, but you're going to realize you are already there. I think I think so with with, with some of this shit. I believe you. Um, what's the best way to do a top tens from ten down? I like it when you count it down. I like it when you because they don't it call down. them count ups. That's a good point. The top ten count up number ten was Duran Duran, Seven and the Ragged. Fuck yeah. Talking albums, albums. The We're ragged tiger. Albums. I think they cut off your. It's the ragged tiger. Nope. Nope. Duran Duran wanted the three dots. <laughs> <laughs> A lot of people don't know that. Duran Duran and the ragged ellipses. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, what do you think number nine was? Nile Rogers might have produced that too. Ave. Ave. with his. Don't get clumped about it. Um, um, no, I wrote down some of the things that he produced. But uh, I don't know if we'll get anyway. to it on this episode. Oh, and so we'll get to it on the next episode. <laughs> hey. good, good talking to you guys. 
Number nine. Um, number nine it reflects a movie that had come out. Streets oh. of Fire. That I don't think is a real movie. <laughs> <laughs> but I like where you go with this. Oh, wait a minute. Don't. Footloose. Yes. 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 How'd you know? Because let's hear it for the boy. That's what I'm talking about. Listening to Casey Kasem on Sundays in 1984. It was all this shit. When did Let's Hear It For The Boys come out? Like 83, 84. That's it. This album should be they, She that needed standard. that song. That song, yeah. Yeah. Madonna needed that tune. She did. Let's hear it for the boy. Oh. <laughs> Let's hear it for my baby. Yeah, yeah, she's talking dude. about her man who just kind of ain't shit, but she likes him anyway. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, he may not be no Romeo, but he's my loving one-man show. Oh. Whoa, 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 whoa. Once again, the yeah, woes. Dude. So good. Footloose soundtrack, man. That was pretty large. And I would love to talk about some movies that were coming out at this time. Right? All right. But we'll get to that. The Police Synchronicity. Boom. Yep. Boom. We got that poster in here. That's Good where we're shit. saying boom. <laughs> I don't know why. I yeah, that's a, that album was large, both to me and the rest of the world. Yeah, giant album. That's I mean, really putting a, a, a fucking pin in the police <laughs> poster. It's like yeah. You, you do you want number seven? Give me number seven. All right, ZZ Top. Oh, Eliminator. You got it. Yeah. You got it. Great album. She got legs. Yeah. This is so far. That's number seven. This is a solid. This is maybe best top ten yet. When I come find you, I'm going to come find you with this time machine. (laughs) 1984. Oh, man. Yeah. We are going to seriously crush it. We're going to stay in 1984 for like three years because there's so much good shit. There's so much good shit. Every 18 episode. Three times each. Van Halen, 1984. Yeah. Right? That's number six. You knew that was coming. And uh, I just just want to give a moment of silence for how fucking good that album is. (laughs) Thank you for respecting that. Thank you. Color by Numbers, so by Culture Club. Oh, yeah. Karma Chameleon. They also wanted the three dots. And Do you really want to hurt me? Yeah. That's a good album. Yeah. yeah my mom uh, loved this Culture Club album. And, you know, by proxy, I got to listen to yeah, it a bunch. Yeah. And uh, another thing my mom taught me is, yeah, that's just a jam. That's <laughs> just a fucking Karma Chameleon. It's just a fucking yeah. jam. My mom had similar thoughts on Boy George, who, you know, my mom was, we all know, is just a nice, nice kind of church lady. Yeah, good posture. Doesn't really uh, delve Stretch. into that world so much, but she, that boy George can write a song, right? <laughs> That's why he was boy George. Yeah, he he, he <laughs> yeah he he crossed he crossed over in a lot of things. He transitioned That's a right. lot of fucking genres. <laughs> just unbelievable. You didn't know what to make of him. Um, and uh, but you you're always just like, God damn, that guy delivers. Also, Billy Joel delivers, and he had the number four spot with an innocent man, Joel's. <laughs> Innocent man, Joel's dot 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 again. <laughs> fan of the ellipses. So Billy Joel's still hanging around. He's still crushing it. It's this like is, Uptown Girl and stuff, exactly, right? Yeah, it's yeah, Uptown yeah. Girl. Yeah. Um, so it's later, later fun Joel. Yeah, <laughs> doo wop Joel. <laughs> yeah. <clears throat> Excuse me. Lionel Richie can't oh, slow down. 
man. If dot dot dot, <laughs> very popular in the '84 trends. I love that album too, dude. And the album cover is sick. It's just him in white pants and a light blue t-shirt or a fucking button-down shirt sitting backwards on a chair yeah because you know he's hip like that he is he always he's too cool happy. to sit forward in a chair it's like i was in the commodores bitch this is technically more comfortable my friends <laughs> snap the gets to snapping hello oh, oh good yeah. shit right there we both went uh at the same time uh, one of my favorites of this time real but i came onto it after a different album later on Huey Lewis in the news fucking sports I was gonna say four but sports four is what I I four I, I liked Huey Lewis I bought four went back in time back in sports went, went back in time <laughs> it was so tough to get sports they sports was always either sold out was out of print man a, dude get just, a import from Europe I never got I never got the cassette at Long Island Sound uh, I was able to get four there yeah. I was able to steal an REM stand fucking <laughs> 45 on that sports. Which what was the one song on the on a new drug? Yeah, okay. And of course, we're coming number 1 at Thriller. Oh, like all year. I think oh! you, <laughs> you pull up the charts at any time in 1984 and that's number 1. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, enough said, man. That's goddamn right dominator that's that takes you back who when you, some of the other ones that we listen to right they're listed. and madonna made her mark amidst all that like extra props madonna's setting records with she didn't come album. up in lean times on the i mean she had she was going against some killers and maybe that's too there's november of 84 yeah. yeah. god you'd think i would, would have thought i'd saw purple rain on that list somewhere but maybe uh Okay. Maybe not. So it was earlier in the year. It fell off. I yeah, don't know. Yeah. No, but Purple Rain shows up. Let's talk about Purple Rain. Let's let's, let's talk about. I mean, that's Purple the Rain. that's the holy trinity of 1984 is Madonna, Prince, and Michael Jackson. Yes, you're absolutely right. Um, Purple Rain's in there. That was the Billboard, and I'm pretty sure that was the Billboard for that time. Yeah. Um, but in all of this, Purple Rain has shown up. Um, that came out that year. Born in the USA came out that year. Uh, Fucking Van Halen we covered. You know what else that uh, came out that year that I think we should cover here? Mm -hmm. Fucking Ride the Lightning. That's 84. 84. Second album. Second album. Hmm. Oh, boy, you'd have to kind of twist my arm pretty hard for that, Chris. I don't know. (laughs) <laughs> let's do that one maybe we'll, get we'll make guess. it a drinking game too like if you're listening at home you gotta take a belt every time you hear yeah. <laughs> every time James Hetfield ends a, a word with a syllable he didn't need Oof. <laughs> not enough booze in the world my friend the Smiths the Smiths oh, the Smiths the Smiths Miss Smiths R.E.M. Reckoning shit I don't think of them in 84 but that's yeah. There you go. Yeah, they're long and strong. This is what I'm saying, Jared. 1984. Two times. There's a lot of shit going on in 1984. Yeah, this was this was my uh, entry into popular music. 1984 was the year I made contact with music at large. Yeah, from eight for most of the year, getting my thriller. Yeah. My Lionel Richie, my Purple Rain, 
shit that might be um this was introductory stuff also wow. going on around that time that wasn't on your fucking uh wasn't on our radar Susie and the Banshees put out Hyena sixth album yeah Susie and the Banshees just working it who's was cool enough when I was eight to listen to Susie and the Banshees we, exactly we had no yeah. no hope of hearing this shit uh, Zen Arcade by Husker Du hmm. fucking Cockatoo Twins <laughs> The Replacements Let It Be The Cure they put out their fifth album The Top the Pesh Mode you know what I'm saying you yes. two The Unforgettable Fire Oh, wow. I think of that as later than 84. That's crazy. Yeah, man. Yeah. But it has to be. See, we're, see are, are, we, are we remembering the world that we're living in? 1984? Yeah. I don't think... I think if I, if I saw U2 at that point, I don't remember it. Like, I definitely, they definitely did not pop onto my radar yeah. at the age of eight with that album. Yeah. Here are some singles, dude. Number one. 1984, uh, top 100 songs in 1984, Billboard, Hot 100, When Doves Cry by Prince. Fucking A, right. Number one. I was about to leave if that wasn't number one. That's number one. That's the number one single. I would lose my mind when that song came on the radio. (laughs) (laughs) Number two. Fucking Tina Turner. What song do you think she was singing then? I know this. What's love got to do with it? Nice pull. Yeah. My God, Jared. Yeah. Now, which one of the Paul McCartney and Michael Jackson songs do you think was number three? Say, say, say what you need. Oh, yeah. Uh, Footloose number four. (laughs) Loggins. Oh, the song Footloose. Uh Uh-huh. I don't care for that song. No, it's not good. It's no fucking uh, theme to Caddyshack. There's no, there's no let's hear it for the boy. No. But what is? You know what I'm saying? <laughs> then you got Phil Collins, Against All Odds. You got Jump oh, at number man. six. Oh, man. I love Against All Odds, too. Hello. Number seven. Owner of a Lonely Heart. Yes, making their 80s comeback. All right. Number nine is another movie. We just saw Alan. Oh, you didn't. Me and Smoothie went and saw Alan White. Not a few weeks ago. Oh, yeah? A drummer for Yes. Oh, shit. In the flesh. Where? At uh, a place in Georgetown that I can't remember the name of. Damn. Okay. Yeah, it was fun. Yeah? But that was kind of, that was like their little combat. Like, they were a 70s prog rock band. If it happened to have that hit, right? That was kind of yeah. strange and good for them. Uh, Brendan, when we were recording uh, our second album with him, at one of my drum fills, he said, I really like that because it's kind of like, yes. Wow, see? Yeah. You and Alan White, geniuses think alike. I'll, I'll take that and continue on with fucking <laughs> Ghostbusters being number nine. <laughs> Ray Parker Jr., how crazy because Huey Lewis Sport with I Want a New Drug, yeah, which is accredited as the seed song for Ray Parker Jr.'s Ghostbusters. Oh, yeah. Uh, Huey gets the dough from that, from that song. Huey got a big old dick. <laughs> I heard that too. Packing. Packing, you don't croon like that when you're not. You packing. don't take up the harmonica, it, it period, yeah. unless you're packing. You know who I think also probably is packing hard? John Popper, Michael Bublé. <laughs> he don't play the harp. Mick Jagger plays the harp, I and you know he got a he got. He's, Mick Jagger's he's, he's doing. Probably, it. Yeah. He'll be all right with I that. Think, I think there's a such thing as fucking big English dick. Oh yeah, 
Well, they're so skinny from the rations during the war, you know, but it doesn't affect penis size. So just by comparison, (laughs) these little tiny people, these little tiny baby boomers. Yeah, I've got baby arms. huge. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, yeah. Uh, Dude, there's there's so many good songs uh, around this time. Uh, Jump for My Love, Time After Time, The Reflex. Oh, wait a minute. Jump for My Love, like the Pointer Sisters? Yes, number 18. Oh, I forgot about that song. Oh. Jump in. Yeah. If you want to. I know my love. Jump, jump for my love. That was the shit. I I hope they're all still doing good. Yeah, because it is fucking Jackie Roger Jr. breakdown. Um, Fucking say it isn't so. Uh, Prince Weezer? No, Hall and Oates. (laughs) Let's go crazy is number 21. Yeah. Um, All right, I'm going to just slam all the way down to the bottom. And uh, we've got... Dude, Rock Me Tonight, number 99 by Billy Squire. You know that classic. <laughs> so good. Um, Dancing in the Sheets by Shalimar is a strong oh. 92. Round and Round by Rat. Yeah, I got the 45 up in the box. There. Yeah, 45 landed at 87. Fucking Billy Joel, The Longest Time. For the longest <laughs> oh, God. time. You know, you, you know, that you were sucks. rocking with that though. Nah, that you were sucks. fucking, you were fucking with that when you were ten. No way, because <gasps> I never liked that fucking progression. You're not a doo-wop guy. No, I, me neither. But no, I was feeling that when I, when I was eight. I was feeling that. At ten, I liked Bob Seger's fucking running baseline in, <laughs> in Hollywood, Hollywood Nights. Hills, Hollywood dude, Nights. And, yeah, and, and also that song's about fucking. <laughs> well, see, you were much more mature ten. I was, I was, I was better childish eight-year-old how much is it a shame that i want a new drug is at 55 when number nine was ghostbusters not a shame to you he loses his bank account yeah he 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 won in the end yeah that's what happens when you get that big me. yeah <laughs> <laughs> yep yep dude well, that was the year that was 1984 not not a bad time to come and score your first number one album I got some more shit. All You're right. right, but not right now. We'll come back You're to it. You're going to save it? All right. Yeah, yeah. Let's, 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 uh, we'll right. end strong, dude. Okay. Because this album does not. Next oh, song. Oh, God. Oh, God. Chris, it doesn't. This, uh, this song, though, is, is a good song, though, I think. Production aside, you just really have to listen to this song or this album and put the production aside sure, a little sure. bit because yeah, it yeah. couldn't be helped. Nah, this it is- could, there's nothing they could do about it. Testify. <laughs> this is a catchy. This is a catchy tune. I like the little ding 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 ding. So sound nice. Yeah. What's this? You got style. That's what all the <laughs> girls say. Yeah. Girls be talking. Dude, I just remember as a kid wearing my sister's dress, dancing around to this song. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking awesome. You little material girl. Yeah. No, I didn't what? like material girl. Even back then, I thought it was shallow, and I didn't get the uh, the irony until, right. like, this week. <laughs> what are you going to do? Sounds awesome. Oh, it's, I'm this coming is, over. This is playing yeah. uh, this very moment at our place in Capitol Hill. This, this <laughs> is playing right now. Played at our I feel place like here. taking my shirt off and yeah. like fist pumping right yeah, now. Yeah, just a little do bit. it. Fucking do it. Woo. It's a jam. Yeah. This, I think the round synth actually serves this song. <laughs> it's, it's all right. It's, it's, I'll put up with it. I would say this is uh, the song that's most indicative 
of what this album's trying to do, time and place. I think she's singing really well. She's down in her register now. She's down in that comfort zone. So she can come up for the chorus. And does. Yeah. You know, she's not she's not material uh, girl. Ah, uh, 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 listen. There's Niall. Ah, oh, that's, that's nice. Yeah. Yeah. Niall, good on you. This one's written by uh, Andrea LaRusso and Peggy. Gordon, oh, Stanziali. Stanziali, I apologize. If I'm Peggy, I can't say that. Stanziali. Andrea LaRusso. Do you know who Andrea LaRusso is? <laughs> That's <laughs> Danny LaRusso's mom. It's his sister. It's, oh. his it's her sister. It's his aunt. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. They there, There's a uh, division between the two because when they were in New Jersey, the aunt would go to work in the music industry. Mm-hmm. Never introduced fucking old Mrs. LaRusso. <laughs> that had to be about 1984 as well. I mean, it's still fresh. It is. Fresh wound. It came out in 1984. Yeah. God, what a hit- great time to be alive when 1984 was. We the, took it for granted at the, the time. The sick movie list is longer than the fucking <laughs> number one hits. Dude. I guarantee. Well, I guess everything would be, you know, the billboard. Yeah. Fucking longer than the first hit. Fucking anyway. There's so many good movies. So many good movies that came out then. We'll get to it. All over your body. Andrea and Peggy, good job. Mm. A little little slappy on the bass there. On the synth bass doing like... Sound like he was slapping. That's a cool fucking pattern. Ride it. (laughs) Go for a walk. Ride, ride, walk. Uh, yeah. yeah, dude, they were locking eyes during this take and just being like, "Yeah, this shit's happening." This is there. I think I feel like they recorded this maybe halfway, three quarters of the way through the session when it was just everybody like, was warmed up. Yeah, money. They're all dancing in this fucking <laughs> dreads going left and right and just. That's the Nile Rogers guitar. I like it. So we're agreed. Dress you up. Uh, contender for best song in the album? I think it is the best song in the album. Yeah. I, I'm, I'm not going to argue. I won't argue. Yeah. I'd say you're right. Yeah, I don't think, uh, you know. Or, well, it's tough to. It's tough when we agree, Jared. I know. It doesn't feel right. How would you feel about Captain Marvel? Because I... Again, we agree. Because <laughs> <laughs> I... Uh, where the fuck do you think she's going with this song next? Dude. <laughs> Who the fuck let her do this? Uh, this is this one is credited solely to Madonna. Yeah. They, okay. Uh, I, I love a whoa, 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 and a ooh, uh, but you can keep the shooby-doos. Now, they could take the fucking four stick count off of that song before and put it on the beginning of this with some air in it. And it would, it would it'd be better. It belongs here. It's not going to save it, but it'd be, it'd be a little bit softer landing. It's like, right, instead of falling off something, hitting it flat, like you kind of nick something on the way down. Yeah, you break the momentum a little bit. <laughs> yeah. In your mind, you think it was better? <laughs> Man, I don't know, man. It doesn't kick the way it wants to kick. 
That's, and I feel sorry for it. He needed, <laughs> he needed triplets doing on the hi-hat right here. He didn't have to go slow hi-hat. Not mad at that bass drum, though. <laughs> Wait a minute, is this an odd or an even number track? Shooby Doo is number seven, so this, this, is, not this is chic. Yeah. But she got the Chick Corea guy playing on the other half of these. That's why he's, he would throw around the drop your sick triplet fills. Is he what? <laughs> Nothing. He's bringing his jazz fuser skills. Oh, yeah, it's such this an is annoying like belongs, belongs in an elevator. That's for elevators. You'll never be the. God damn, that's almost like another song. Oh, shut. Shooby dooby doo. Don't shooby do me. Don't shooby do it. Yeah. We don't even have to listen. You know what? This is our show. Nah, we don't even have this. to listen to the rest yeah, of that we song. To, we don't have to go to the end of that fuck, song. You can't make me. Ugh. See, and, the, and I think it used to be my playground uh, fucking one, the uh, Love Don't Live Here Anymore. Since that's so downer, it opened the door for this to be like, oh, it's it's more upbeat. <laughs> you know, but it's not. It's, it's yeah, not it's good. neither fish nor fowl. It's, it's, it's not on either side of the fence strongly yeah. enough. To, yeah. But, you know. That was the Love Don't was the gateway. Damn. All right. You know, obviously, every single second album we've talked about so far has something in the latter half that makes you go like mm-hmm. there's dingers there's not they're not all like no hitters you yeah know? oh you're going from the pitcher side yeah that's funny most people go from the batter side i'm a pitcher you, but you also <laughs> <laughs> chris it's come good on to know when we're at the club with your shirt yeah, off listening fuck, to yeah. fucking dress you it's up tattooed on my stomach like thug life don't I, worry about dude, it they'll know jared i would do that with you it'd be a fucking blast new york city Let's see if a cl- we'll just walk by a club. Let's do it, man. <laughs> Let's do it. I had some of the best best nights dancing ever at gay bars. They know how to yeah. party. Yeah, yeah. Dancing is on point. Do the white man's <laughs> overbite with the best of them. Like, mm, Talk, mm, yeah, mm, mm. going to business. Yeah, we're here for business. Give me a glow stick. Fuck. Fuck. <laughs> <laughs> Glad you feel strongly. Glad you're with me on Yo, that. Yo, you one. ever crack one of those open? Get that shit on Drink you. that shit. <laughs> Damn, hardcore, but I forgot I was talking to a, pre, a, a recovered huffer. <laughs> Can't another, tell me nothing. Another reason I want to go back in time, dude. Huff, huffing with Jared. <laughs> you don't even know how smart I was before that. It was amazing. Uh, they thought I'd be the next president. It's still in there. I say, it, dude, it's it locked it, away. It comes flying out every now and then. It takes me by surprise. Like fumes. Should we move on? I'm just kidding by that about that. It's out most of the time. Yeah, it's, it's almost. It's like it's like when I'm hacking old good old Pete. It's out most of the time. <laughs> the beginning of it starts in the pants, though. Let's go to Pretender. All right. Oh no. Yeah, I feel like Melly Mel should be rapping on this or something. It feels like it's like a jungle sometimes. It made me wonder how I keep them going under. <laughs> Crack killed Applejack. <laughs> he jumped in, but he couldn't jump back. That's about the same. Nah. Yeah. This one's a little on the nose too. How do you really feel? 
there, Madge. <laughs> you could just dump these kind of songs. This is like the sketches they play after the second musical break on Saturday Night Live. <laughs> it's yeah. always like the yeah, maybe this will work. Yeah. Yeah, that's where this is where we're at on this album right now. Dude, what a pleasure it is when you get a Saturday Night Live episode that was fucking strong all the way through. Oh, <laughs> well, boy. sometimes that weird shit they throw on after the second uh, song would be like just weird enough that it's amazing. Dude, fucking Wayne's World didn't start at number one sketch. Right. You know, that was in the back half. <laughs> so what happened to that? Came out in 1984, Wayne's World. <laughs> <laughs> Isn't that crazy? That's nuts. See, I just lost all sense of time now. <laughs> um, yeah, I'm sorry, what know, else yeah, came yeah, out? Nah, do you know how much a fucking new home cost in 1984? Oh, Average. Where? Where? This is in the, in the nation? This is in the nation. Nation okay. average. Across the board. <clears throat> new Aver- home. New home. 25 grand. No, what do we think? It's 1940? Oh, I don't know. What? See, <laughs> your smart didn't come out there at that point. That was, that was, huff, that was huff huffed away. Talking. That's the huff that's talking. The, that's the petrol talking. Uh, speaking of which, was uh, one pound 57 Ooh. in 1984. All right. Yeah. Not as cheap as you think it'd be in retrospect. Well, they're always jacked up over there. And that's like for a liter or something. I don't know. Uh, $86,000. Okay. Um, average monthly rent. Hmm. Five hundred dollars, three hundred and fifty bucks. Yeah, yeah. I had when I was in college, uh, Brett and I were living together in an apartment, and uh, I had gotten the apartment at the beginning of the semester. Then he came for a little while, um, and then uh, and then uh, didn't stay the whole semester. I forget why we were living. No, but whatever. Point being, <laughs> I'm actually memories are flooding in right now. Uh, sorry, Brett. Um, my landlord raised the rent. To, uh, $5 because we were going to now have two people living there. <laughs> and it was like, wow. wow you're cutting deep. Yeah. Cutting deep. <laughs> so rad. That was the rent on our first house when I moved out of my parents' house. It was three fifty a month. And I had two roommates. Yeah. <laughs> oh, shit. <laughs> Total three fifty. Yeah. Good stuff. Dude, $2.50 for a movie ticket. <laughs> and uh, do you know what movies you were going to see with that movie ticket? I remember going to see Dune with my dad in 1984. Fuck yeah, Dune came out that <laughs> that year. But uh, Ghostbusters, we already talked yeah. about. Gremlins. Oh boy, the Terminator. The fucking Terminator, dude. Yeah. The fucking Gremlins. <laughs> um, Beverly Hills Cop. Oh. Temple of Doom. Nightmare on Elm Street. I was going to say Johnny Depp's Introduction to the World. Fuck uh, yeah. Karate Kid. Mm. William Zeebacker's Introduction to the World. <laughs> Fucking 1984. It's a little on the nose, but I get it. Uh, Amadeus. Oh, shit. Was that movie huge or what? That movie was large. <laughs> that movie's Fucking great, though. Tom Hulse killing it. And Solidarity. Solidarity. By fucking <laughs> Sol- Sol- Look at me with all that Solidarity. How dare you Solidarity. <laughs> Solidarity. I fucking I've watched that movie As an adult And I just every Now when I watch it I just feel bad For that motherfucker Man I yeah. identify with him Way too much now In my older age yeah. Like I feel like The movie's really Almost about that guy And his fucking 
yep. inability to get over herself. Yeah, but you know what? Um, <laughs> Did I smoke weed or what? <laughs> Scharenberg. <laughs> yeah, shout out Scharenberg. Fucking his straight break down Amadeus in the middle of this. <laughs> little puff of that illegitimate baby, and all of a sudden you talk about all solidarity. <laughs> No, great movie, though. Yeah, for sure. And a great character. I mean, mm-hmm. and a real person. Yeah. I got, I'm going to tell you a story about him, or that I'm writing in a story. About Salieri? Yeah, ish. Fucking, but uh, he gets called out by name. Well, I'm not going to do it on this episode. But we're not <laughs> done yet. <laughs> Don't go anywhere because Footloose was playing, The Natural was playing. What, uh, are you kidding me? I'm telling you, it would take us four years to do one year in 1984. Fucking the never ending story. Yeah. Moving on. <laughs> Children of the Corn. Hmm? Huh? Hmm? That dude, that's good. That movie yeah. holds up. Yeah. Ish. But it's just creepy kids. Yeah. That's timeless. He's the one who talks to me, Malachi. <laughs> Fucking awesome. <laughs> the one that walks behind the rose. Uh, so there's a lot of good fucking movies out there. Um, the Last Starfighter. Oh, Are you shit, kidding yeah, me? I lo- yeah, I loved that movie when I was a kid. Firestarter, Repo Man, Night of the Comet, Top Secret, Starman. Night of the Oh, Starman. I know you, you, right? you know, yeah, jump in anywhere. Yeah. Night of the Night, Night of the, the Starman. Com- Night of the Comet I wasn't watching at the time, but you know, uh, maybe 4 or 5 oh. years later when I got a little older. That was a pretty fun zombie movie. Dude, that's a that's a great movie. <laughs> and uh I remember specifically Tracy going to see that movie. Being spooked out, yeah. But the '80s was like uh, that was like the the wave before, that was the pre-zombie wave. That was like first, second wave zombies. Yeah, 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 yeah. In color, maybe third you know? wave zombies. Even well, that's the remember. thing about zombies; they never really go away. It's like ska; it just keeps coming back every. It's every few. totally like, <laughs> like ska. It's the last ska album you bought. Uh, no, never. Oh. By the way, Arthur brought up, um, <laughs> as far as uh, great hype men, oh, yeah. a guy from the Mighty Mighty Boston. That just dances? <laughs> yeah. For sure. Yeah. I want to get him. I want to see who would win a fight. The guy that dances for the Happy Mondays and the yeah. guy that dances for those guys. I'll, I'll t- I'll, I'm going to answer that right now with what Art sent me. Fucking sent me a picture of him. And uh, you tell me who's got the fucking technique, my friend. Oh, yeah, that's the crane kick he's about to let loose. Dude, he's like doing the crane kick on stage. He's going to win. Crane kick, first seen on screen in 1984. Boom. Dude, do you know what else happened in 1984? I mean, we just went through a bunch of movies. But uh, uh, Indira Gandhi got assassinated. Oh, shit, that's right. She found herself assassinated. The uh, Olympics. The Olympics. Yep, the Russian, uh, Russian said, we're not coming. That's right. Maiden Voyage. Space Space shuttle, shuttle discovery, yeah. dude. How do you remember this? Stuff? See, there I was it there. Is. I know that's all pre-huff. That's all my pre-huff <laughs> memories are they hung tight. It all goes to shit like 1989. You know what? I think the next album, fucking Puff Puff, Puss Puss produces <laughs> Puss, Puss, Puff, Puff. is pre-puff, pre-huff, pre Hang on, let me try that again. Take two. The next <laughs> album that Puss Puss produces should be called pre-huff. Pre-huff, I can dig it. Yeah, dude. Heavy synth sound in that fucking <laughs> album, dude. Heavy synth sound. Yeah, yeah. Russia didn't want to go there. Also, the first uh, untethered. <laughs> didn't want to go there. <laughs> you know, summed it up. Yeah, man. <laughs> they didn't want to go there. <laughs> well, I'm finding they really do. No, they don't want to answer to you. And sometimes they're like, 
yeah, we just did that. We're not going there. So first untethered spacewalk. Oh, I thought you were talking about us. First, no. First, Hands across America, nineteen eighty four. No, it was eighty three. Ah. I don't know. <laughs> don't fucking lie. <laughs> I think it says in the movie I it's like 85 or something. Dude, uh, I have no idea when that was. Um, but, you know, it actually it never worked. There was a right. guy in Kentucky that broke hands right before his Fucking Kentucky. It's a conspiracy theory. He's a mason. <laughs> <laughs> uh, the first solo transatlantic flight in a balloon. That late in the game? Yeah. His name was Joe Kittner. I figured they would have knocked that one out in like the 1880s. No, dude. Well, you know? Yep, could be. There's, there was some fucking dude who did. <laughs> you know it was attempted many times. <laughs> fucking- that shocks me that it took him that long to There's make that happen. Sped up old timey footage of that balloon taking off. Oh, yeah. Never landing. First wave fucking steampunks, you know? The red Jules Verne when it was new. They're like, we can do this shit. And that was the end of Bill Whitaker. Came up and tried to cross the Atlantic by a hot air balloon. Imagine that. Anyway, fucking. Uh, maybe at least the 50s. Crazy. That's nuts to me. Beauty Queen you Killer know. was captured. Who that? I don't know. I think his name was Dave or something. <laughs> UK had a minor strike. Something about Hong Kong also. They say Band Aid in this. The first. Oh, Band Aid. Oh, yeah, yeah. That's right. I was thinking of this. The fucking suture. We are the world. <laughs> yeah. I, song. I played that at Michelangelo's Pizza on the jukebox, eating dinner with my, my folks and family and stuff. Um, and the two ladies that were sitting at an adjacent table, one of them said to the other one, oh, my God, what version is this? The long version? <laughs> <laughs> because they did have a long version. Yeah, oh, yeah, version. where they put everybody in there. Everybody. My mom <laughs> never forgave Prince not the for radio not going because he was partying that night. Uh, well, you know, because you know what? He had a good point. He's like, uh, I think that's going to be lame. Yeah, and you get enough. Yeah. You, get. you, don't, you I, don't need Prince. Prince person, don't need this. No. Prince could be all right. I'm going to do my own good. Yeah. <laughs> right? <laughs> I'm touring the world with my tongue in your butthole. <laughs> <laughs> Can't get him and Michael. Him and Michael Jackson, they was beefing anyway. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. There's a lot of behind the scenes. 1984. Exciting time, my friend. Um, The first Apple computer. The first shit. Apple computer. Now, you're spending... 86000 for a new home. How much is that computer? 2500 The fuck out of here. In 1984. That's hilarious. $2,500 in 84 money. That's crazy. That's insane. That's like a $10,000 computer. And there are $10,000 computers, but those things are the shit. Uh, that first Apple, what, it's got like Wait, less Oregon Trail on that thing. Yeah, like your iPhone one, you could run circles around it. They didn't even. Oh, for sure, dude. They sent people to the moon with less than the Apple computer. <laughs> I, I don't know what that Slide is. Rules. How relevant that is. I mean, China can put a fucking drone on the dark side of the moon, and we can't make loots. I'm telling you, still don't understand it, dude. Hey, a lot of stuff. 1984, good year. Good year. Big Brother took over. Yeah, you know, that's the cost of living in 1984 for now. <laughs> Ronald Reagan. Dude, can you can you believe the Dodge Ram? How much was it? <laughs> <laughs> what else did Madonna play, dude? My dad had a 1984 Dodge Ram. 
your thing was sick, man. It had like the real like ram on the back when oh yeah trucks had hood oh, ornaments. Mack truck hood ornament yeah. was like my the jam. ram, jam ram. Like Betty, oh dude, we're, we're we're procrastinating so hard to do the last song on this album. Is, we have one left. That's it. This but, is all oh, right. This is it. All oh, right. This feels good. This is Power where she through. said, "This is we're gonna we're gonna end this album on this song." Little shuffle, yeah. digital shuffle. Everybody okay. wants to Good use of shuffle. Doubling right there. Sounds good. Good move. <laughs> not mad at the drum groove going here with the little fills that come in. Right here. We're not there. Get stingy with the fills now. Yeah. funny is this uh she's saying stay but you know this the song's gonna end you know the album's gonna end it's kind of a neat dichotomy yeah this song feels like leaving feels like ending she's asking for the stay it's it's, it's good well this is a little more i'm gonna say this song's a little sound she's got going there is a little better than than most yeah it feels more cohesive than some of the other songs on the album yeah, you pull her out of that, you could say this was like New Order or something. Yeah. I mean, that's a better hook than her single over and over. Yeah, and and it's real. This whole album's looking for the hook. Um, and they grab it. They, they hit it sometimes. And when they miss it, you see where they were going with, you know, trying to sure. swing for that hook on there. But I don't feel like the instrumentation is, is, is that good. Like it feels like some of it could have been worked out a little bit longer, a little bit better. Could have cooked longer. Yeah. You know, these feel like fresh songs, put together, written, record them. Got Nile. This is pretty good. Boom! Wow! Goes through the roof. Yeah, I don't but, think they spent months and months. Yeah, yeah. The, I got and, the impression that it was like same. They got down to business. Same, but they weren't like uh, you know. Uh, Sick musicians throwing down, supporting this female vocalist. It was like pop song. Yeah, yeah. You know, let's let's bare bones these drum tracks. These are they're really the minimum that you could play on a drum track to keep something going. That was the sign of the times, though. Like that was yeah. that was yeah. It's like it's just built well, in, for the, it's built for into pop, so much of that know? stuff. Yeah. Unless you're like Prince or something like that. Well, that's like the that. thing. You throw what Prince was putting out there at the same time, and the musicianship is through the roof. But here, you don't think about musicianship. You think about her. You think about her beat. vocals. I mean, she had the... The, the beat serves to, to support She wanted vocal. to be the queen of the dance floor. Uh, I mean, no doubt. She's scootily beat-bopping right scootily. there. Scootily... <laughs> Literally, I was trying to catch the lyrics as they rolled by. Scoot, scoot, scootily beep bop. Wow. 
She really hit all the like scatting possibilities with those and the doobie yeah. shooby doo, scoodly bebop. I mean, she's practically David Lee Roth at this point. I'm, I'm feeling like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. Scoobity. Oh, scoop, 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 scoobity bebop. Wow. But she's singing well. I feel like this this song feels more worked in. Though. It's a strong ender, I'll say. Yeah, for sure. She didn't go out on like headphones. I think technically this is the second best song on this on the album. Oh dip. More than like a virgin, huh? Yeah, as far as cohesiveness. Alright. Okay. You know. Alright. Solid. Solid ending. Yeah. Good placement. Uh as far as uh, you know, A through seven. How many songs on this album? Nine. Dude. We don't have to listen to the re- dance remixes. Oh, let's not. But the dance remixes I listened to today, and it's like guy going to town on the synth. Like, oh. let's give the synth a little bit more solo time, <laughs> <laughs> which is hardly ever a good idea. Unless you're in yes. Yeah. Yeah. Hardly ever. Yes. Well done. <laughs> you know? Eddie Van Halen to a degree. Yeah. Well done, synth. Sure. I like that you tried, and and you're also an excellent. I mean, music. I, I'm saying tried like he's a fucking kid who just couldn't <laughs> quite get the rhythm. Nice try there, Edward. You know, yeah. There's there's some 1984 heavy synth album, and Jump synth is a fucking large. synth song, that's, and that's that like, year Van Halen went synth. Yeah, it was a big year for the synth, and they did it. They recorded it well. It has a way more cutting sound than the synth record uh, sound on this one, on this album. Yeah. Yeah, this is a kind of fat. The, the production, the, this album suffers from production. Some of these songs, I don't think, are going to be made into better songs if they had better production. But the songs that are really great, which is really maybe out of nine, it's probably five. So more than half the songs are good. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Imagine if they didn't sound like the '80s. How great they would be, and they're great already. But it's just they're really marked by the by the time they came out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Makes them just slightly less than timeless, I guess. I agree. <laughs> a lot of agreeing tonight, man. I feel like we're on the same page. I'm, I'm feeling good about this. Maybe- Monster album, huge. <clears throat> yeah, huge and people. Big ass album. People loved it. Tiny lady with a big ass album. That's what I want to sell. <laughs> Find me. People still love it. I mean, this is the album that spawned a thousand Britneys. That what are you girl do? from Michigan? She's got something. Yeah. Your Christina's. Yeah, I mean, who's coming before Madonna um, as far as pop star? On that front, like the sex kitten front? Yeah, 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 yeah. Whether they wanted sex kitten or not. but um, Shit, man. Yeah, well, I mean, we don't have to, we don't have to figure <laughs> that out. It's before my time. <laughs> yeah, right. I don't know. When you were six, who was the fucking lady? <laughs> Crystal Gale, man. She was, oh, she was hell fine as hell. Cher. There you go. Cher, there you go. Cher be. going solo. I like it. Yeah. Yeah. Dude. Dude? She's Cher. No, that's all, that's all I have to say. You you don't have to fight. Dude, dot, dot, dot. Dude? Fucking. A lot of ellipses in this episode. A lot of agreeing. <laughs> yeah. Um, But that was 1984 for you. Yeah. We all thought we were going to die from nuclear war. So we just wanted to party on the dance floor. <laughs> and that pretty much sums it up. Well, that's nice, Jared. Um, I want to share something. When I was getting my um, uh, chicken teriyaki burger. 
Yeah. Fucking oh. Red Row Row. Fucking popping <laughs> off tonight, by the way. It was... Yeah, the Robs. The was, Robs and... Psst, Robs had gobs of fucking people. <laughs> it was awesome. Um, was... Uh, they found that kid today. Oh. They found that kid today. The Amber Alert kid? Yes. Wow, because that came through what, like ten o'clock today, nine, ten o'clock, something like that. Was that today or yesterday? That, today, that, that, the yeah. Amber Alert came through. Okay, the red Subaru, and it's great to know that that Amber Alert went out and they found the little girl. Like, <laughs> it how, works. It works. Yeah, scares the shit out of you when it happens, though. Gets your attention. <laughs> you're not gonna miss an Amber Alert because you're like, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. What is that? It's like the, uh, the emergency alert system sound. Yep. It's, it's meant to. He heard scientifically made to get into your ears. Not unlike this fucking album. Not unlike this podcast. And it went across the world, which uh, we have enough reach. Uh, as as or, international. Not on this episode. We'll still be international on the next episode. What? That's right. <laughs> 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 <laughs>